Welcome to Chicago Where the ghosts of Al Capone robes the street And the kids they carry heat And they hungry for the feast And the dogs will do Whatever it takes to eat Even if they gotta put your keys To permanent sleep Them boys they shoot first Think last That's the model on a CGI Shoot first Think last How long will this bloodbath last? Shoot first Think last That's the model on a CGI Shoot first Think like How long will this blood bag fly Bang, bang Everywhere it's a bang, bang, bang Walk around like orangutans Everywhere it's bang, bang, bang Yeah, bang, bang, bang At the mall it's a bang, bang, bang Street corners is a bang, bang, bang Even in front of the church they bang, bang, bang yeah this week um i know it's thursday was well, friday by the time y'all hearing it but this week y'all know about what recently happened we'll speak about it but this week just me being a black man you know i think that things that are happening so frequently that are people that look like you and I are starting to take me out of a space of insensitive insensitivity I think at one point I got insensitive because uh, it was just so frequent but somewhere down the line it's starting to hit closer and closer to home uh, so not to dive into that just yet I, I say that to say uh, it's been really sitting with me you know what I'm saying? It's good to have family. It's good to have a significant other uh, to keep your keep your head up and keep you pushing. But it's it's definitely been sitting with me a little different this week, man. So, but I'm I'm good other than how about yourself, bro? I cannot complain, man. And that's what this platform is hopefully for. It's been sitting with you. It's come say some things about it. You know why you're here. This is another week in the books. I am Spike Blue. Unfortunately, you know, you have to do some of these episodes sometimes as podcasters. First ones that I had to do uh, with Nipsey Hussle and the On Deck TV show. That was the first one that I can remember. It may have been something before that, but that was the one that I remember that stuck out to me. It kind of made me feel a certain way. So we'll use our platform this week to have a discussion about uh Events that happened that took the life of Migos rapper Takeoff. And we'll talk about some things as far as what we give some thoughts on it, some perspective of what we can offer. First and foremost, condolences to his family and his friends, uh, people that had to deal with their loss, his children and his mother. Um, all of that people that had to deal with that loss from a personal level my condolences need to definitely go out to them thoughts and prayers really not facetiously yeah. if you'd like to get in touch with us awitb2022 at gmail.com mo told us how you were feeling a little bit we'll get into that yeah i'm gonna try to do a reg 
regularly scheduled as close to a regularly scheduled program as possible and that means starting with the off deck questions and once we do the off deck we'll get into i'll let you lead where you want to take into yeah since you said it was weighing heavily on you i'll let you lead <laughs> to where you want to take it yeah. but we will start with off deck what did you have this week yeah, and yeah, and, and, and we don't mean to sound somber, but it's it's, it's real things going on, and, and you know, we'll get there. But just just understand the tone is a certain way because of certain things. But uh, off deck question of this week, which is a spinoff from On Deck, which comes out every Wednesday with Spike Lou and Animal Brown On Deck TV show. Uh, the question I had for you uh, this week, Spike, was. Uh, you said your favorite songs, and they recently did a Pac, Tupac B sides episode. You said your favorite songs are the sad songs, with Tupac having multiple versions of himself. Example: Sad Pac, Angry Pac, Introspective Pac. What artists do you enjoy that has multiple versions of themselves, and what are those versions you like and the versions you dislike? That is a great question. And I thought about this and I thought about it and I thought about it. And I wanted to give a really good answer. And I was going to go with just some people in my wheelhouse. You know, that that I enjoy different faces of them. Like the question asked, first person that jumped out to me was T.I. Oh, yeah. But I wanted to go out of the box for me. We're working on expanding my horizons here. So I went with someone All right. who you may not have thought that I would have taken. Uh-oh. Aubrey Graham. What? Yes, sir. Bam, bam, bam. There is a there is a very specific type of Drake that I do like that I really, really enjoy. To pop my shit. Mm. I'm the best nigga to do this. Like one of his favorite lines or bars for me ain't even like no lyrical shit. It's just like on the recent one, one that Lemon Pepper freestyle, where he was like, when he was like, he'd be dropping the kids off at school and the housewives yes. be asking him, like, you know, Beyonce, you know, like, of course, of course I know that. That's my favorite Drake right there. That right there, nigga. I'm the number one rapper in the world. Nigga, ain't nobody even close to me. I love when he does that. I enjoy that. It's a different perspective that we get to see because everybody ain't been, everybody ain't breathed that air right there. So it's yeah. interesting to hear a nigga talk about that, like yeah. carry themselves like that. So I love that type of Drake. Versus this, like, even though Marvin's Room is a dope song, like you think that's, that's a dope song? Yeah, love that song. Wow, Absolutely. I, I just but I hate that you. bag though. I hate no, that. I know bag. that that yeah, bag right Mac. there. That, yeah, that, yeah, not even the dirty Mac. It's just like the. Oh, woe is me, ass nigga. Like, nigga, shut up, nigga. He do kind of. He's ran that. You didn't. Yeah, like he. he, He's ran that to that well too many times. I'm like, all right. When do you start getting accountable? That (laughs) one right there. So there is like, like I said, like I do really enjoy it for selfish reasons. Wish there was a full project of just Drake popping his shit like that. I feel like I would really enjoy that. But I've never read this too. That's what made me think. There it is. As close as it gets. Yeah, yes. That's probably close as it gets you right. But yeah, even yeah. that's still like too emotional. Well, he kind of. Yeah. And I think on that one too, I think he just kind of. He was doing his thing, but it wasn't that type of braggadocio that we like. We like. I know what you're speaking of. Like that was kind of like he was in a character almost. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like versus 
when he was speaking. Well, it over sounded my, like somebody else wrote wrote it. Like man, we yeah. come to find out that it was Quentin Miller. Like okay, yeah. it sounded like he was in character playing Drake, living Quentin Miller life and song. And it yeah. sounded, but it sounded good because Drake. No, no, that, so yeah, I ain't hate. You're right, but you're right. Who did you have? Did you have someone in mind when you asked the question? Yeah. Uh, well, not initially. What but Drake was it? I mean, that's always the easy one. You know, I mean, that's a given. But I, I try to easy for me. No, it just it adds an easy. What are you one. talking about? Like to go somewhere else with it? Yeah. Well, just for me, I, I, you wouldn't have thought that I would have picked him, right? No, nah, he would have been like way down the road. Of I see, feel I would have like been my would've. first pick if I was just yeah. Like and he's from that lineage age. too. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um. I'm gonna I'm I'm throw. I'm gonna I'm go different here. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go Big Sean here. Uh, Big Sean ain't been getting a lot of lot of love here lately, but the Big Sean, the version that I like of him is when he he just gets like he ain't really did this in a while, but like when he gets to like really talking that he's talking that talk like on uh, Dark Sky Paradise, like when he got to the the end of that song that. Um, it was on that uh, Mike Will made it uh, mixtape that Ransom, but like he got to the end of it, he started rapping fast. That storm came on, and then that nigga was like, he says, "Sean, yeah, nigga, coming. yeah." He's like, "Sean, nigga, I'm, 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 forget Marlon, I'm that Sean, nigga." Like he was just like going crazy on like that that flow. And uh, one of my favorite freestyles, it's uh, me, myself, and I freestyle. That's one of my favorite lines, period. But it's definitely one of my favorite Big Sean lines. And it's when <laughs> when he says, at first, they, at first they was like, I, I can't feel this shit. Now they like, y'all hear this shit? I'm like, bro, just to be able to get from uh, this destination to that destination within a bar is just a skill in itself. So I love like that, yeah. So Big Sean when he when he's just like popping off, not like trying to walk the line of gangsters because I don't really like when he do it. He it's just not believable. But when he does that, like I'm talking that talk in a certain way that fits his character from Detroit, I'm with it. Everybody from Detroit can talk gangster, bro. Anybody from Detroit? Anybody? Anybody from anybody got that? Anybody from anywhere near that three one seven? I'm, I'm guessing. I don't know though. It's big Big Sean always get questions about being too far out, so maybe he can't. <clears throat> is there anybody else about their life in Detroit? Oh, I ain't yeah. never met nobody from the, like, Detroit. That wow. About life. Yeah. What were you about to say? I was gonna say, do you have like a, one of your favorite artists? Mm-hmm. Do you have a version that they do? You be like, ah, every time they do this, I'm out on it. Like a, you know, like oh, when they do this, I ain't here. I ain't here for this part of. It. Like, which I think would be real interesting because you could when Jeezy tries to do uh, commercial songs, I like mm, when yeah. the street shit turns commercial. But I don't like when he's going for the commercial shit. Like even going way back to one on one when it's like boom boom clap, boom boom clap. Even though the song banging, I didn't like that. Or uh, ah okay, you know okay. what I'm saying? It was just that wasn't Jeezy. That wasn't the Jeezy that like I liked. But I'm yeah, Jeezy is the best one, and then like completely going to the opposite end, like the drama shit, or uh, like when he's just really in his bag, mm-hmm. the Jeezy bag that only he can get in, the Michael Jackson Jeezy, mm. that bag. What about <laughs> is there someone who's extremes like for you? Just I, I hate this and I love this. I, I, Wayne I, too, man. That rock and roll shit, I can't get rid of it all. 
but I can also get with like when he rapping, rapping, when he I'm best rapper alive, like Carter Two type nigga. Yeah, come on. Yeah, now nah, yeah, yeah, I'm here for it. I, I was gonna say Ti like when he started kind of getting in the melodic bag. Like his melody, I'm he here hit, for all Ti, bro. He's my favorite rapper. So. Nah, he, I mean, he my, you know, he my five, but. Well, he's, my, he's my he's I'm gonna be biased. He's I'd my say six. say I'm gonna be biased yeah. towards two. That, I mean that's how I am with Drake. It's like I can really I'm really here for everything, but if I gotta pick something, I'll pick yeah. a you know, but with T.I. T. is just certain melodies where it just I don't know, I just don't be feeling it. I'm just like like that 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 song on Trouble Man that that she got on purple panties, blue bikinis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's cool. But I, you could have really brought another rapper in to sing that. Like I don't know. I just when he did whatever you like, I couldn't stand it. Like oh, oh really, man? Ah man, smashing this shit, man. I like. I, I mean, I bet it was. That's tip. You know what I mean? But I just really didn't. And it wasn't even because of the tricking thing that people always refer to. It was. It was just. I just. It was just too like happy, which I'm surprised you like because you. That's not your. I know that's not your go to space, but I guess that's the the Ti being the. The favorite is the the tolerable, because I'm like, right. dude, it's like anybody it's, else probably would have dropped that song. I would have hated, one hundred percent. You're right, <laughs> man. It could have been any itself for two two chains, maybe could have done it two, two chains. I like yeah, a fun two chain. He can't hold no melody though at all. Like, nah, he, he can't. But ooh. I like fun, like talking my shit two chains. That's probably one of my favorite rappers. Like when he in his two chains bag and yeah. damn, what did he? How did he think to say that? I'm jumping out the airplane and in uh, what what did he say? Whatever. I jump say. out of there and play with Gucci yeah, and so on. Gucci yeah. and so, yeah, all of that. That shit. That's my one of my favorites too. Um. With that being said, that's off deck. That comes from the On Deck yeah. TV show every Wednesday. Check out the audio and also on YouTube. Go check that out with me and my guy, Animal mm-hmm. Brown. We've been about 13 years in this thing, man. Whole lot of podcasting, man. Boy. Coming up on my expert status in this field. Boy. I'm going to throw you a curveball here, Maurice. Okay. Let me know what you think. Do you know Kyrie Irving? Yeah. Have you seen what's been going on? Uh, not as of recent. I, I think I seen something where he walked out of the, of an interview. I didn't see the clip, but I just seen the headline of him walking out of the interview because of an, an interviewer. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess was out of pocket to him or something. I didn't see the clip though. I feel like you would appreciate this story. I'm gonna lay it on you. We can, since I didn't prep, we didn't prep this. This isn't on our sheet. Pause. We can go here. Yeah, we can go here and then we can go to what we think about yeah. the recent events. Tell me what you think. We won't have to spend long on it if you ain't feeling it. Okay. That clip that you're talking about, though, Kyrie recently posted uh, a title to this documentary. The documentary is on Amazon and it's about Hebrews, black, like, Kyrie in that bag, the black Hebrew Israelites, Israelites. Bag, in that bag mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. And this, I can't think of the name of this documentary, nor do I want to promote it because that's what he got in trouble for. But this documentary that he posted has some questionable views about Jewish people in it, right? Yeah, you know what's going on right now oh, with that. I right. Definitely, oh, I know some stuff. <laughs> right. So you see what's going on right there with Kanye West right now. So this video having those questionable views about Jewish people in them, mm-hmm. that video that you seen was the reporter wanting Kyrie to apologize, for lack of a better word, for posting it. 
And Kyrie was like, bro, I didn't. Well, before I get there, the reporter asked him, was he aware that the video had anti-Semitic views? He said, look, man, it's just a video that I felt like was interesting. I posted it. Then the reporter went on to say, "Okay, well, do you feel comfortable promoting it, knowing that it has anti-Semitic views? I seen you roll your eyes. That's why I figured you like this story because he did the same thing. And he was like, well, what do you mean promoting it? Mm -hmm. And the reporter was like, well, you put it on your IG. He said, but yeah, well, why would you use the word promoting? Like, why would you say that trying to add more to it, trying to add sauce to it? Yeah. And that's what the back and forth was about. However, lost in translation via that back and forth, it's been painted in the media and the narrative now that, oh, Kyrie is cool with having anti-Semitic views because he wouldn't just apologize like the reporter asked him to. All right. right. So now, today, the team's mad at him. The owner came out and said something, said he should apologize. Shaq, Barkley, all the black people in the media, he should apologize. Because he posted the video The video has anti-Semitic views Kyrie released a statement Gave $500,000 to the Jewish community And a foundation The Nets also gave $500,000 And this just happened Right before we start recording They interviewed him again Maurice And they asked him in this interview Are you sorry for posting this Do you condone or not condone Anti-Semitic views Guess what he would not do? <laughs> not apologize. He did not say I'm sorry. He took it all any kind of way and he said, Hey man, if people are offended by this, then okay, I'm not promoting this. This may not be necessarily how I feel, everything in the video. He did the whole nine, but he did not say mm-hmm. I'm sorry. He ain't come out and say that. He he ain't letting them back him into the corner of apologizing. And he also told them in this recent interview that this happened, make sure y'all keep the same energy when it's my people. Like how y'all berate me and how y'all backing me down into a corner and making me trying to say this because they want y'all to say it. Make sure you have this same energy when my people are up to the bay. And it just came down to release. He got suspended for five games. How you feel about that? Just any way you want to attack him on this. Yeah, you you definitely laid laid out the story there. It's gonna sound biased, especially the people in my group chat, because I've been they know what side I'm on. Oh, I'm not okay. going to come out and the, just wave okay. one side of it. However, okay. you may look at it and, and have a different view. That's the Spike Lou version. Of it. Okay. I ain't too far off, I don't think, but that's how I laid it out. Okay. I will say it. Uh, Kyrie, he on thin ice already, really. like he He's always he kind of in the news, but every time I see what's going on, I always end up agreeing with him. I'm I'm, I'm I'm in the minority. I get it. People are like, bro, it's a time, it's a place, it's a. But I just mm-hmm. always agree. I I never feel like he's trying to like, whoa, everybody stop traffic. Look at me right now and listen to what I'm saying. I never feel like he operates like that. They always isolate it and they want to treat it like and they he, put it like that. They yeah, exactly. It's that that is the narrative that they keep trying to build around him. He that 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 classic Hollywood line hard to work with. Yeah, that's that. what they're trying to attach. And, one. and here's the thing, not mm-hmm. to overtalk you here. You don't watch a lot of sports talk. I do. I, I follow it on a daily basis. And mm-hmm. what the, the elephant in the room and the reason that it bothers me so much. <clears throat> and you probably can relate to this, too. 
I understand him not wanting to back down on having to explain shit your way. I don't have to make you feel cool or right. But I feel like what you just said and the media's problem with Kyrie Irving is that he likes to quote unquote act like he's smart. Hmm. And white media members and the people who are in the media who are writers and they have these degrees and they're journalists and they feel like that they are fairly smart people, they don't like to consider Kyrie Irving smart. But since he considers himself smart, they always have to take a jab at his intelligence. Throughout mm-hmm. this whole week, everybody, before they even say something about the question, oh, well, they mention his intelligence. Oh, well, you know he thinks the earth is flat. And just something to take a dig at his intelligence. In my personal opinion, I feel like it's the reason that they're holding him to this because they just want him to look dumb. Yeah. They may, they're always wanting him to look dumb so they can feel smarter than he is. Mm-hmm. They want him to submit to do it the way that they want it done. And he ain't doing it. I respect it. I ain't uh, siding yeah. with it. He said don't put Spike Lou in any anti-Semitic. <laughs> hey, do not side with that. However, yeah. I do respect him holding his own and being like, bro, I am not going to, to buckle. I ain't going. I respect it. I, I always respect it. Like, because <laughs> again, every time I see the clips or like, I forgot what the other one was where he was just like, I think he was speaking on being himself and like them wanting him to be something else. Kind of like you said, wanting him to be dumb. But here's what the, the media overlooks it. Like a lot of these players, especially black players, like most of them went to college and were doing well before they got to the Man league. With the Duke, bro. He went like, to the Duke. That's what I'm like, bro. Y'all keep y'all fail to remember that these brothers was in college taking college yeah. courses. They got and there. It might have just been for a year, but he's still yeah, uh, may be for a year, maybe for four years. But regardless, like they had to work towards getting in that. But set aside that, you don't necessarily have to have college to be smarter and intelligent. Y'all, he's breaking out of the matrix, and this is what it looks like. Mm, this is what it looks like. This is what it looks like. I am that a Christian a man and this doesn't surprise me because I have belief that oh this is just the beginning of silencing. Like this is this is about to get crazy here. Like that's what I believe is he's speaking on that and I've seen a documentary similar to that called uh Reclaiming the Throne. So I know what that is. Yeah, yeah, they they it's some wild stuff. It's some it's some there. wild stuff, bro. Yeah. But I ain't I ain't gonna I'm not going into it here because I'm not gonna act like I'm the most well studied brother when it comes to that. Right. However, taking it back to Kyrie, uh again, it's this shut up and dribble thing, bro. Like y'all y'all still want us to do that and he ain't doing that. Like we not doing that, bro. Like And it saddens me even <sighs> when you say to shut up and dribble, it saddens me that it's us too though. It ain't like just white folks. His brothers, yeah. like I, I'm yeah. in a group chat with brothers and niggas. Like, man, he ought to just apologize. Nigga, fucking up the bread, bro. Like, how much money do you gotta make? The bag. Like, it ain't about that. It ain't about that for everybody. Yeah. Like some people may like. He may be looking at it like, man, I'd have made enough money. Yeah. If this is, if I gotta die on this hill, I respect him dying on that hill. I don't care how much money that it cost him. Same yeah. thing with Kaepernick. Yeah, like niggas yeah. will look at it And the first thing They'll point out Is they'll be like Oh man Bree fucking up the bread Man all you gotta do Is apologize It'll be alright boss But like, what you want me To say boss That's that's how niggas sound to me Bro. When they like All he gotta do Is apologize Now nah, he's doing What he wants to do 
yeah. which is what he should be able to do as a multi-million dollar man in America. However, he's black and he can't. If that's his problem, why people are overlooking that being the problem. Yeah. Like it, it's it's very easy, I feel like, for us. And this goes to the conversation that we're going to have also about the unfortunate events surrounding um takeoff. Mm-hmm. You spoke about breaking the matrix and not just doing mm-hmm. what everybody else tells you to do or just doing repeating what you just see in the media or the message that you hear without thinking for yourself. Yeah. A lot of getting away from the things on the production sheet when you ask did it hinder us and, and spread us apart is doing or treating each other black man like we see everybody else treat us. Yeah. We can't afford to do that however we do it very without even thinking. Like subconsciously we'll say some shit about Kyrie like oh he fucking up the bread why won't the nigga just apologize versus trying to give him any favor or grace understanding where he coming from but and my thing is if you if this is your belief whatever your belief like if you are a gay person and you say this is this is who I am I stand on it. I'm a homosexual male or I'm a homosexual woman. And that's where you that's who you are. And people say, do you feel that you need to apologize? Because I'm not apologizing in who I am or what I believe. I'm I apologize of offending, but I don't apologize in my action because that is what I believe. People, when they keep talking about this bag thing, it's we're gonna and this is gonna be on the merch somewhere, like the bag versus influence. But we keep coming back to this, and I, I just was thinking about it today. I said, what would the bag mean in an apocalypse? Mm. Yeah, I know you're like, well, where's that coming from? That's the mentality of some people where it's like, bro, I don't, I don't care that much. Like, I don't understand why we rap. I can't say it enough. We keep rapping who we are our value around these white dead presidents yes we need money to operate and navigate through this world but it's like we use those numbers these digital numbers on a computer to be the equivalent of this is how much you're worth versus the next person on the street I don't understand that bro it's still weird to me dude I don't get it I, I mean maybe I'm too broke to get it I don't know I just don't understand. Like, oh, I'm, I'm no, you're valuable to me based on your character, the content well, of mean, your character. You got to be able to spend money. You know, it's because I'm not saying be broke. I'm not society. saying, be, yeah, but I'm not but saying. I mean, that's why you apply value to people. What can someone do for me, and how can that make my life better? That's why we got it. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Yeah, just no, to no. Answer your question, like you say, is that we are in a system where that matters. Like it may not matter to you, but it matters to the next person. So you got to subside to it, or else you get washed over by it. Again, I'm not saying that it's wrong. No, I get it. Responding to your question. No, I I get it. I just think that, and this again, like when it comes to that, I've been broken out of the matrix. Like I've been broken out of the matrix with that because I just realized it's like, bro, you sick? You on your deathbed when you losing loved ones? What does that mean? What does that mean when you're depressed? What does money mean? When you're going through a hardship, you're going through a breakup. What does that mean? Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, I get your money by any means, but to always say, "Oh, but you messing up the money." There's gonna be more. 
Y'all some talented brothers and sisters. It's going to be more. It's always going to be there. This is a capitalistic society. It'll be there. You'll get more. You'll die on the legs trying to get this bread. It'll be more. When do you start standing for someone or, or do you rather fall for anything like the rest of these people that fit said description? I don't get it, bro. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah it goes deeper and deep. Pause. But yeah, I just want to see what you thought about that, man. I wanted to see what you thought. And I figured you would stand somewhere close to that. I just think the brothers are getting a he's having a very hard time about it and i feel like people should be on his side versus saying why don't he just apologize it's just that that's kind of crazy to me yeah um people whatever <laughs> also yeah to do with this man as we move throughout this week it was a clip from dr umar who was talking about you want to play it right here yes okay It's because we got children who have no remorse to take a life. Can't show compassion, but you know why? Because they never experienced it themselves. How do you show love when you never got it? How do you show humility when nobody was ever humble in your presence? How do you show empathy when nobody ever empathized with you? This black-on-black crime spree that we see in Baltimore, Philadelphia, Detroit, Chicago, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, in every major city, we got black men killing black men. You know why? Because hurt people have to hurt people. And until we address the crisis of pain and pathology in the black community, we'll never stop black on black. Brothers and sisters, we have allowed our children to run our neighborhoods. And as long as we allow our children to run our neighborhoods, no other group will ever respect black people again. Like you said that to me How did you come across that And What did that make you feel like When you seen those That statement made by Dr. Umar Johnson I first stumbled upon Dr. Umar On the Hidden Colors DVDs If you hadn't seen those man That best recommendation I could ever make for you Is to watch those Hidden Colors 1 through 5 I believe but uh, that's why I first came across him And I follow him now And of course he's big on social media I mm-hmm. thought this stood out In the sense of what was going on And what we were going to talk about With Takeoff um, And just the disconnection that people have From the youth yeah. Just the disconnection And how it's looked at When they're talking about the music And the different things That you associate the youth With when he said that kids have taken our neighborhoods, I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. It's a bad thing if we're not there to be able to be with them as they grow throughout that neighborhood. Like if they, as they grow up in that neighborhood, it's fine for them to have control of but they need to know what to do with it versus hating each other versus having the type of perspectives that we have of one another. Yeah. That's what I mean, or that's what caught my eye when I say this. So I think Dr. Umar, he speaks well as far as helping the young black boys. He's a doctor. That's what his doctorate is in, is uh, psychology, I think, specifically with young black brothers. So I ain't questioning anything he said, but this definitely stuck out to me. And I thought that he made some great points in the sense of what we need to do with the youth. But also he misses some facts. I think that he need 
to be right there with some more young youths and get some more information from them too mm-hmm. what stuck out to it about you where you get from uh it kind of reminded me of that tupac uh i don't know if you remember even from that uh the documentary um when he had passed away where he narrated himself i don't know if you remember that uh i, heard, yeah, I remember it was what is it uh, uh redemption i think Re- Revelate uh, somewhat or I can't yeah. remember what, but it was did, but resurrection. resurrection. Resurrection, yes, it's classic. But you remember when Tupac, like I could tell, he was the emotions was he was moved by those emotions. But like he said, when are we gonna start having some stuff on our own? How you gonna call yourself being a man? Like it reminded me of that. Now he's no he's no Tupac Shakur. Let's be clear here, but <laughs> it reminded me of that same vein. Um, I do think that yeah we can do a better job but i also think that it's a deeper it's deeper one thing i gotta say is just deeper than just the black community and i say that is because there's so many outside factors that affect the inside factors it's so much controlled content and things making its way because of this it sets up this because of this it sets up this that i feel like by the time it makes it to the youth they have a different mentality so every generation it seems like it's getting harder and harder for them to either listen like because it's getting harder and harder like y'all y'all getting more stubborn on like, i don't care about you old niggas like i ain't hearing y'all because of all of these outside factors i spoke about social media movies uh you know it, you know the block you know the the struggle the yeah, I think it's hard to communicate now. Peace, yeah, it, I feel like is. yeah, it's hard. It's because harder to communicate. communicate in such different ways. Like you well, said, like go ahead. But but what I'm saying specifically, like the outside factors, like like I've spoke about with music, like these mu- the music, it's so direct. Like now, it's getting it's been direct, but it keeps getting more and more direct. Where you just flat out be like, give me that pussy, like. It's just flat out to the, and that's every song. That's not like back then. Like, oh, my neck, my back. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. That was that was crazy. All right, let's go back to some genuine. Now everything is that. Like, everything is murder this nigga. Everything pull up on ops. Everything, you know what I'm saying? As far as mainstream content, so you have these things constantly being pushed subconsciously. Maybe not at the very front of their thought process, but in the back of it. And then you have these other it's so it's just I feel like it's so deep I can't even put the words together as far as this plan, but I know it's on some of these documentaries that I've come across. But it's definitely like some deeply rooted seeds that have been sown and it's it's unfortunately genius and I think that plays a big part in corrupting uh, our community and, and some of this black on black violence. Yes, I don't disagree with you. But it does sound it's hard to articulate like you said it sounds crazy to say man it's the music because we've heard that right like yeah. i heard that in my generation niggas talking about you shouldn't listen to like i remember see dolores tucker in congress rolling over cds with a steamroller saying that it was ruining our kids brains mm-hmm. specifically with a vendetta against rap music acting mm-hmm. like that it was the worst thing in the world mm-hmm. and i hear you say what you're saying and i know you're not wrong Right, like I know that there is something to it because as my music intake has decreased throughout the years, I feel different. There's there's less of an edge that I have 
because I'm not hearing all day about the worst parts of our world. Mm. Does that make like I'm not like just the type of music that I listen to? I, I, I mentioned I like sad songs. I would listen to that. I'm listening to the rough UGK like one day and masterpieces and like I'm listening to that. That's what's going in your head. So while I want to push back against you and say oh, I think just the music or other things yeah I also accept it because I'm I'm living it right now yeah like literally like I, I, I listen to rap maybe once a week bro the rest of the week is that yeah. other shit Sade like <laughs> stuff like that yeah I even found and I tell you about it at the home I even found the like I don't even know how open you are to like non-lyric music but just oh yeah something else on some I even found something else I listened to. Okay, yeah, so you may like this stuff. (laughs) But I I say that to say it is still easy for us to say it's the music because that's the most obvious thing. And I've heard people say that this week when it comes to takeoff. Excuse me. Excuse me. Take it. Take off. Take off. Yeah. When it comes to takeoff. Sorry about that. Yeah. But But there's so many other things that come with it that we don't pay attention to because our music is so powerful I was listening to that clip I sent you with the 19 Keys um, the brother 19 Keys yeah. is talking about some enlightenment stuff and they, he brought up a point about hip hop music and how it was our communication method worldwide like it gave melanated people a, a, a different language yeah. through sounds and through vibrations like were we able mm-hmm. to relate to each other just being able to hear a beat yeah. Like in hip hop. And that was fascinating to hear him say that because he's right. Yeah. So of course that would be the thing that's under attack if that's the way the way able to communicate. That would be the first thing that they want to 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 put a hold on or to kind of put a grips to. But like you were saying, and to not be as long-winded, there's so many other factors that play mm-hmm. into it that we don't point our finger at as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even with the Kyrie situation and why it's bothered me so much. It's not the fact that he's wrong or right. It's how he's being treated as a black man. Mm-hmm. And then everybody else piling on and being like, yeah, you're right. Even us as black men not taking time to like just be there for our brother. Like the yeah. Jewish brothers are for they people. And the reason he's getting his backlash, I won't say right or wrong, but when he's in the light of making a mistake or when we in the light of making a mistake we're so quick to side with what we see every day in the movies tv Mm -hmm. media that we ain't shit you can't do this you can talk down to them i can't trust you you gonna get me before i get you like that mentality is the Mm -hmm. reason why it's so easy for us to turn against each other Mm -hmm. versus like you don't see anywhere else where who giving niggas grace where is that place at yeah. On TV, the radio, yeah. movies. Where where do you see that? Where you be like, man, they let the black man get over. Like, yeah. where have you ever seen that? Never. Well, you, so and, since you don't, that mentality isn't anywhere. Yeah. So not only do no one have it, we don't see it nowhere. So how will we even apply it? That's kind of like what he was saying. Yeah. Like, That's how do you even it, apply yeah. it? That's what made me think about it, bro. I yeah. listened to that interview twice. Yeah. Cause they were saying so this is a high level conversation. I'm not saying that I believe any of that shit. Yeah. But that I don't believe. Like, mm-hmm. but I do feel like that it's very important to stretch your mind to stuff like that. Which is why I sent it to you and gave you the option. I didn't want you to think, man, man this nigga want me to listen to this bullshit. I definitely <laughs> didn't want you to think that. Yeah. However, one of the great points that he brought up was like, bruh, 
Where are you getting the download from to even treat your brother right? Where you getting that from? It ain't in the music. You don't see movies about it. Most niggas don't got no dad, so they ain't been treated right. So where are you getting the information where you can even trust another nigga? Bro. Like you brought up a great point, and I'll let you talk right after this. I promise I'm being long-winded. You brought up a great point when we were having a reaction to the homework thing. And I asked you a question, and you was like, yeah, bro, but everybody ain't as seasoned as you. Or everybody ain't logical like you are. Some people going to react off of emotion. That's a great point. You're absolutely right about it. I'm not saying that people can't react off of emotion. Mm. However, since we don't get enough logical responses in our world from black men, we revert to that emotional response too much, too often. We don't get past the emotional response. Mm -hmm. So when shit happens, a nigga gets smacked, it's going to be a fight versus... A resolution You pull the strap out And the wrong person Get shot and he dead But if you were able To go somewhere Where you ain't Depending on that Emotional response And I'm not picking With you or anything Don't take yeah, it nah, that nah, way nah, 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 nah. I'm just speaking From a sense of The reason why It's not always Like us responding Emotionally Doesn't always work Especially as black men because the emotions that we've been downloading from society and the stuff that we see aren't correct. They don't fit our prototype. Like we ain't getting them from the right people. We ain't getting that emotional response from other black men who are emotionally intelligent. Mm -hmm. We're getting it from women. We're getting it from white people. We're getting it from the world and the media who's betraying or yeah. portraying us in a certain way. Yeah. So when a nigga is resorting emotional and the reason that I would take so much offense to it because that's not a natural response it's supposed to be coming from another black man mm -hmm. that's a response that you got from a lady from a white man from somebody else who looks at us like that you shouldn't be looking at us like that and again I'm not talking to you no no I'm no, speaking no, no. Yeah. overall yeah I hope that didn't go too long <laughs> nah you I mean it's well said it's well said and it's needed and that's what this platform is for uh I think bro the issue is man it's just so unfortunate it's like we're constantly i said it before but we're constantly just trying to survive dude mm -hmm. so just walk with me here so us as black people we 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 like okay we're doing a little better than we were some years ago when our parents was coming up and when their parents was coming up you know from good times the cosby's to the martins to the fresh whatever like however you want to reference it but but we're still like in that survival mode. So what happens is a lot of us that finally make it into a uh, respective position. A lot of times we are operating and we're just happy to be a house nigga. <laughs> we happy to be a, bro, bro. We are happy to be a house nigga. And we looking down on the field nigga like. And that's why I feel like judgment B is like. You're still a nigga like but you're looking down like I'm better than you. I can't help you. I can't look at I'm cho I'm the chosen one. I can't mess up this position of me being in the house. But you're still in somebody else's house. And you're looking down on the other nigga which you just came from being a field nigga. I feel like that's like a, a deeply rooted mentality. We constantly trying to survive. Bro, I was thinking about this today. I was just like you speaking of emotionally responding like i was just thinking about today i follow this <laughs> i follow this white 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 lady i don't know who she is at all she lives in new york but she has this like i think victorian is the term home that has one like real classic niche she lives in new york 
She just always takes very artsy pictures of her home or decorations, or she gets great shots in New York, the fall, the leaves. And I was just thinking about it. It's like, man, bro, I just want to be regular, dude. I think that's what black... (laughs) I think that... I ain't going to say all black men, but a lot of black men, I think we just want to be regular, dude. Like, I don't want to have to come in like I got to be I got to be a certain way. I just want to be able to put on a tuxedo and be in a ball. You want to be just like w- Seinfeld. I, I, it's like, great. bro, it's I just like want to show be, about nothing. Like, bro, that, <laughs> why that, I got to be exactly, a rapper or a singer? Exactly. I got to play basketball. Why I got to have a freestyle? Why, why do I, I have to? Yes. Why, why do why I have to come in? Be here? Like Bob wanna, over there in the county. Bro, that's what I'm saying. Why can't I? Why can't I? Why can't we joke around? Have have those those uh, borderline gay jokes on one another like white guys do? Why, well, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Why can't we have the sarcasms? Why can't we? No, that's a fair question. Bro, and why it's we like, so uptight where well, we can't. Well, and I, and I know why. Other. But here's the question, though. I, I know. know no, you, you stumble upon a good point to what I'm saying. Yeah. One of the reasons why is where do you see that? Where have you ever exactly. seen that? That's exactly. a figment of your imagination. See, Me and you are talking but, about it now. We yeah. may have thought it. Yeah. But where have you seen that? At? See, and that's where the televisions have served such a heavy purpose. Because television, that, music, that, you may see it in books. Yeah, you, you even may see, see it, it in and, books. And that's too. one of the best things when they when they when they tell you that term, and I'm stealing this from him. I saw this on there and I heard it somewhere else this week. When they tell you that term, Kyrie just said this shit too. When they talking about the books and hiding stuff in books, oh, like yeah, they make yeah. it so simple, but that's a real deep ass phrasing, right? Yeah. There. Cause like the, some of the stuff that you're talking about is people may be yeah. listening or stumble across this, like, man, I read a good book where that was exactly the case. Yeah. Where is a nigga gonna come yeah. across a Yeah. It sounds sad to say, but where is that yeah. gonna happen? Yeah, that, and, and that's the truth. And so I thought about it, I said, see, this is why I believe a lot of black men be dating those white women. They want to be exposed to regular they want to be exposed to things outside of the black experience, bro. I start really thinking about this real heavy. I'm like, that's what that is. You want to enter into a world you're not familiar with. You want to enter into a world you've seen on television that you never thought could exist. And sometimes you believe you can't get that with another black woman because y'all both have to go through the same experience with the exception of the, the, the sex. So I I started really thinking about it. I said, man, I just want to do regular stuff. Like it's and it's it's like that's not the world we live in. But it's like I don't want to have to like I I gotta I gotta I'm the black guy, you so I gotta you. hold my head down a little bit. I gotta scale back the the tone a little bit. I gotta do. It's like, bro, I just want to be Can't regular. Be angry dude. right here. I want to flip out if I could. If I want to flip out, I want to flip out. Just like with Kyrie and the shit that he's going on. I think the closest thing that you see that is, uh, you didn't watch This Is Us, did you? Yeah, I, uh, I watched. Did you like episodes. Randall's character? Did you like Randall? I mean, I, from what I seen, I mean, he's not like a cool dude. I mean, he grew up with what white white people. white, white, white that people. Was the point that I was about to get to? Yeah, he had a black experience because he was black. He was black. Yeah. However, he did, like you said, he grew up with those white people, and that normal white people stuff that she's talking about. He saw that he was exposed to. That. That's one of the better characters on TV. Yeah. I feel like that they've ever created with Randall and his wife Beth on there, mm-hmm. because you get to see they. And you spoke about him on the Father's Day episode, uh, Generational Rex. Yeah. Yep. See the thing about him and his wife on them 
they black however they have that what you're talking about that normalcy yeah. where it ain't catering or pandering to blacks the character's not pandering to black people like he strikes you as a black person that grew up with white people however that was very constant of being black mm-hmm. it comes off very well uh, Sterling K. Brown does a wonderful job yeah, of being yeah. the character but that's what made me think about that when you say it because when I say you don't see it, I never see that character or that person it's not in a book it's not in a music imagine if you had a rapper that came out that it was just a regular dude yeah no chain yeah. I ain't I ain't used to sell dope money. Well, I, I got see, that's what Drake served for I me used though. To work. But nah, that's what but he was still like a star though. I get what you're saying. No, no, no. He wasn't no star when he came. He wasn't no because he, he, he was, was an actor, bro. Yeah, bro. I'm I watched about a regular I, dude. No, he but 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 he was a he wasn't even a. I mean, he was on a hit. Show I'm talking about in, a nigga that just got off a nine to five. But yeah, that was still like he was like even I now. Mean, what where's Khalifa? Like. No, no, no! Just just, I ain't, I ain't knocking your boy. I'm not knocking. No, 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 no! I'm, I'm saying, saying is, he I'm, is a professional, and the reason that he's able to play this character so well because he has a background in acting. So this yeah. is even now this Drake character is yeah. acting. So that's why I just disagree with him being a normal person. Well, he's playing a role. Well, I know, but I'm saying when he came out, he couldn't operate that way because that wasn't the way the industry was. That Wayne doubled down on, hey, no, just be you. You don't have to have a bunch mm. of tattoos. You've heard it in interviews. So that's where I connected with him because of the regularness. Yeah, he was on a, a hitch series, a teen series, in, and I watched the whole series. But he was on a, a hit series, uh, Degrassi, in Canada. However, he didn't have money. He had to, you know, he, he he's a broke boy because he had to take care of his mom's bills. And he was just this regular dude that people was clowning, calling him a thumb with eyebrows. But he was still <laughs> talking about regular things. Like, people don't know. Go back to that Room for Improvement tape. That's how regular this dude was. You go back to that first tape before comeback season. He was a regular. So that's why I always connected with that. Now, it's different now. And that's, <clears throat> but but anyway, I just, I just wanted to clear that point up as far as regularness. I mean, I guess I yeah, don't know I, anybody else who came out like. I mean, you always got to have a story, so I feel like that's just the way they position it. marketing one on one. You got to give the product the story, yeah. and the rappers are the product, so there has to be something for you to sell. Yeah. It can't just be, oh, I rap and I used to work a nine to five, and here I am. And that can't be the. I understand. We you need understand. a rapper that's a rapper understand. about nothing. Like we need that rapper, the Seinfeld rapper. Yeah, we need. But the it Seinfeld wouldn't work rapper. though. <laughs> it wouldn't work. I don't think. I think it just needs a lot of uh, time, like a lot of uh, meticulous time on. Okay, this is how we're going to do everything, from the videos to this. We it, it would just take a. I feel like it's possible because I mean we got a what a, a AI rapper now, so I'm like, I think it's possible. I just think that you really got to hone in on every little piece to this branding of being the regular rapper, where it's like, I like this dude. I work a job too. I like you know. Kind of like Dave, I guess. In the show, yeah, kind Dave of. was black. He would be it. Yeah, like Dave, Lil Dicky. If he yeah. was black, that would be who we talk yeah, about. Exactly. White. Exactly. White people can do that because he can rap course. well. And and, and 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 so I said that to say it's like this is this was make sometimes it's so unfortunate because I'm always feeling like when I go somewhere I'm representing us. I always feel that way. So I, I'll be, I'll be. What I, makes you say that? Like, I, to go more into that. What do you mean? So, so you feel like that you have to act a certain way in places because you are setting a standard or holding a standard for black people? Yeah. 
I do. Does I it embarrass you? Does it embarrass you when people who are black act a fool in places? It don't embarrass me. I I ain't embarrassed, like, cause it's like it, I'm not that attached. <laughs> but it, it well, does. no, not in, not in that sense. Dude, but do you be like, ah, it's like, is it I like mean, a I, I role? Like, you feel some yeah. slight sort of responsibility towards? It? Yeah, I was in. Uh, I was in. Not, was it not Ross's? It was. Uh, Did you call it Ross's? Ross. Ross. Ross's. Oh, Burlington, no ass, bro. Just Ross. Ross's, like Joe Buttons, no. Buttons. Yeah. Now, nah, uh, <laughs> uh, but I was in Burlington, and there was this, there was this old gentleman, old white guy working there, and he was just walking back and forth. But he was only on the same side, like this whole rack of men stuff. He was just walking on the same side. So I'm looking through, calm. I got my stuff holding my arm, looking for some more things, and. There was a dude there. He was taller than me. He probably was like six three, light skinned dude. Got the free form dreads, and he like, man, what the f- you looking at me for, bro? He's like, I'm talking not, to I'm- you? No, not me. He talking uh-huh. to the white guy. And he, he old man. He's like, I- I'm I'm not looking at you. He's like, yeah, you keep on following me. He's like, he's like, I'm just. He's like, sir, I'm just doing my job. He's like, nah, you keep following me. I got money. You see it? He pull out money. I- I- I'm gonna buy some. You don't got to be wa- watching me. And so, because I already seen the guy, like he he seen me, he looked at me, but I didn't feel any kind of way, because again, I know how I'm conducting myself, like so. He when dude, <laughs> right? But he was. I don't know. But when dude like reacted that way, I just was like, I was just like, it's so unnecessary. I, every time I see that, I'm like, bro, we can. He might have been, but you don't know though, Mo. He may have been justified in his actions. He so might have been. That, and but, that but goes can you, to can what you go we're about speaking it about, way? right? You can. You absolutely that, That's all can. I'm saying. You can you can check however, somebody a different way. But I however mean, that goes to what we're speaking about. Why do we do that? And again, I'm not calling you wrong, but why do we skew yeah. towards the other person versus us? Why couldn't survivor. it have been you? I, I guess so. Like we we look at it like everybody else. Like I can't trust this nigga. This nigga probably just in here. Versus that man might have been following him for who knows God knows how long we're doing because we, it didn't happen to us, right? But even then, we still skew towards it. Again, I'm not getting on you, bro. Don't think it's that. Bro, I ain't taking nothing personal. Because I would have did the same thing. I would have did the same thing. Like, this nigga's a fucking idiot. Like, won't he just do what he's supposed to do and get out of here? However, Mm -hmm. where we're having a high-level conversation and we can be observant. Yeah. Even in those moments, we're scared to skew towards, I'm siding with the brother. Because we look at each other damn near like society presents us. That nigga probably in the wrong. Unfortunately, yeah. And, Until and, and, we able to get past that, then we'll continue to have the problems that we have. That we, like yeah, we have to right. be able. The division level and, will and, stay. Yep. Yep. And, 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 and you, I, you go ahead. And I and I and what I think I got to get the courage to do this because I just don't talk to random people unless they talk to me. But I, I want to. This my prayer that I, I get the courage to be able to like put feet to the ground in trying to make those small impacts with our people. Like in moments like that. Chopping up like, what's good with you, bro? Like, what's up with you, man? Like, what's 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 up, man? Like, what's going on? Was he? He, he was. You seen him watching? He was like, yeah, man. This nigga was blah blah blah. Like, maybe try to figure out a way in on on uh, an interaction, the vulnerability, so I could be able to like, bro, think about this. You ain't gotta please them, but you, but you better than this as a black man. Mm-hmm. Some kind of and way. It's important to be able to get to that place. Yeah, right? and that's it. You, it's because you gotta. He goes, and here go the thing. Yeah. That that. 
of where we are in a society because I have the same issue. Like I've seen where you see stuff out, you be like, should I say something? <laughs> nah, fuck that. Fuck that. Ain't saying that. Ain't got nothing to do with me. So you ain't alone. You're right. You ain't alone in that. Yeah. However, it goes to what we're talking about where we don't want to be the vulnerable ones. We don't want to be the ones that put ourselves out there and get fucked up. We're you brought up this earlier. We're on defense so much. Yeah. That being on offense never even crosses our mind. Like it never even crosses your mind to be the one like you're saying where it does cross your mind, but we never do it. Yeah. We're never in the position to be on the offense first. We're too exposed. To give somebody to give somebody the opportunity yeah. to even get over on us. Yeah. Like we always approaching it with, I ain't gonna let this nigga get over on me. Yeah. Versus, all right, if he get over on me, it ain't the end of the world. Now I know where that nigga at and where he's staying and ain't got to do business with him forever in yeah. here and so on too for. But niggas ain't like, niggas got too much to lose. It's my last. I can't. So I ain't letting nobody get over me. I got to be on my P's and Q's and Facts. watch y'all stay dangerous, black man. And like, nah. Ah, that ain't, yeah, you right. Oh, Unless right. you can approach it the other way, that's the only way that you'll get around the circle. If you you gotta be able to look at it, and like some niggas is gonna lose, and unfortunately, like some people are going to get the short end on the stick on it. But until it's a reoccurring thing where you can allow grace to another black man when you see him and not think about it, like everybody else looks at yeah. it in society, we'll continue to have problems, in my yeah. opinion. And that's why I think, man, that I spoke on it on the recap of season one, but I, I really want to be able to do. Like, of course, a live show, but I want to be able to do like these workshops, man. Like that is a passion now. It's starting to become more of a passion because it's like in those settings, it lets you know who's here for this. And me and you not say, oh, we got it together because we can learn. This is an exchange of information and energy from black men to black men or men in general, but more specifically black men. And I would like to be able to do that in Georgia, you know, Atlanta or somewhere where we can mount up and we can go through these things that we may have not had fathers to teach us on these things or, or or brothers or anybody to show us these things or how to react to things or why we so pent up with aggression like just all of the hot things hot buttons that that or the triggers rather being able to have conversations and work in groups with black men to say yo what's going on with you what brought you here today and be able to do that like that is something i want to be able to do man so y'all y'all keep rocking with us keep spreading out the show man because that is something i definitely want to do and i think that this is going to benefit all of us because it starts like he spike said last week it starts in the community you know it starts small so i think this is a small way we can start getting us together but yeah if i could do that with that brother like just like yo like yo bro like you, we, you better than that. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't being on your best behavior for him. You being on your best behavior for you. Yeah, you, 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 you a king, bro. Like the kings ain't, you know, king don't got to react to peasants. Like whatever way I had to have found a way to get through. But that's like, the thing, bro. Like, I ain't even look at it like that. Like it's I, amazing how it's playing out right in front of us as we're speaking about this. Yeah. You don't have the download to do that. Where have you I seen know. somebody do that, at, bro? Like, I, do you ever wonder, like, when people come up to you, and most of the time it's white folks, white men, white women come up to you with the audacity, and you be like, how did they even, what the fuck made them think that I wouldn't just cuss them out, bro? They see that shit everywhere. They see that shit on Facebook. They see that shit on TV shows, in movies, where they're approaching motherfuckers, and their dreams come true, and this fairy tale fucking happens, and they get whatever they want from the people that they approach. Like, they see that shit. Yeah. It's pop culture. It's their society. 
However, like you said, you don't even have the database to draw from. If I was to approach this man, like, what, what would happen? Like, how would he take it? And they see that shit on Mary, Mint Bob and Sally and all of those movies that they have. Like, there's just example after example after example after example and downloads for people to have for them to put actionable things together versus us. When the most thing that we're engulfed in is our music, our culture, our sports and all of that shit is combative. All of that shit is combative. Like yeah. We learn in a combative nature towards each other. Yeah. Like niggas get mad now like you really don't follow sports but even just think about from how sports is like people get mad now that the sports or the athletes are so friendly with each other like it's almost like niggas want to see like man why deron or lebron lebron shouldn't like durant niggas working together in the offseason man that's some that's sucker shit like, what are you talking about okay. bro? all right but i, I say that it. to say go what yeah i i get it and and you know what you think what's the most valuable thing that we have it's life you know what i'm saying just being alive so i think i think a lot of times bro i'll be honest like i had to go through that and then i think i got to level up to another level but like at one point like i realized like i was scared of everything bro i think this is right around the pandemic i was like man i'm scared of everything i'm scared of, i'm gonna go broke i'm scared i'm gonna not be able to pay rent i'm scared of like subtly like i'm just scared i started looking around like bro i'm scared of everything oh what was that did you hear that like everywhere where I you go, think oh, that came from where you think that anxiety came from i mean honestly bro i just think that we don't we don't get the again like you said the download like i don't think we have the we never are encouraged that we are valuable so we think that to us our life is valuable personally like spike's life to spike is valuable Maurice's life to himself is valuable but to the rest of the world it ain't so i'm so sensitive and protective over the, my life my value of my life that i'm scared of everything oh, i gotta watch out. i don't want to get sick here oh i can't miss work i want to lose my job oh i can't and i realized it's like bro i can't keep being that way so i think that a lot of us are like that we just won't admit it so i said that to say when it comes to talking to another brother i think that we've seen us get killed on a lower level a brother you didn't know just got killed by the police he got off and we've seen it on a higher level like a martin luther king malcolm x so it's like dang damned if i do damned if i don't if i say something and if i get good at this if i start making impact this could happen to me or if i don't do you know what i'm saying so it always leaves us in a weird space where it's like we're not valued and we can and i know it's like you can't live that way thinking like you you're gonna get killed you're gonna get killed like but at times it feels that way and i want to tie back not just music but algorithm bro that's the word i was looking for Mm -hmm. algorithm that is a big influence into what do you mean when you say algorithm like what you see on your timeline or something bruh mm-hmm. i've seen you talking change. about the overall yeah, just- yeah but overall like the algorithm the programming oh you were watching 12 19 keys video no 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 program no 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 no, I didn't watch it though. But I, I know but I but I know these things and I've come across docs like this, but that's what it is. It's the algorithm is programming. It's uh quote unquote selling to. You know what I'm saying? So when you see these things so frequently, it subconsciously makes you believe that is your world. That is where you that is what exists. Based on these sixteen posts, that is your world. If you see you follow a bunch of dope dealers and you see that's all the posts you see on your timeline and then you might got a couple of other things that you care about. But that's the majority of what pops up. 
that will start to eat at you subconsciously. A little habit can turn into an addiction. Anything. I'm telling you, bro. That's why I'd be like, it it is us, but it's it's but we're so deep, we're so deep in this situation that it it's hard to find the direction in which to start. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's fair. That's definitely it's definitely fair. And I think we've skirted around the topic enough. We can get yeah. into uh, the main conversation this week, and that was the passing of the Migos rapper takeoff. Oh, um, man. Yeah, man. It's unf- we're very unfortunate events. Uh, rumors are that a dice game in Houston. Guys were around shooting dice, and seen a, I've seen a couple of videos. None of the bad ones. I didn't see any of the bad videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw the one right before when Quavo got punched or somebody got hit and then the camera dropped and it was shots. But <clears throat> I get into how you got the news and we'll talk about those things. Mm-hmm. For me, I woke up Tuesday. We record on deck on Mondays now. So we'd already recorded the show, but I woke up Tuesday. I try to give myself at least 10 minutes before I open my phone up. And uh, I opened my phone to Instagram and it said in the TMZ report. And I just looked, glanced, I'm like, nah, that can't be real. There's no way that like Amigo got killed overnight. Yeah. Like it, that's that's not true. And yeah. I closed it immediately. Cause I just did. I just like I just didn't want to start my day that way. I just closed the app and sit it down. I didn't do any further investigation. I just convinced myself that me opening it up, seeing that the first thing that I seen when I opened my IG, that that wasn't true. Gave myself ten minutes, walked out of the. Cause I mean I was going about my normal everyday routine anyway. I just picked up my phone, opened it real quick to see, and just sit it back down. And as I sit it down and walked out, I was like, I don't believe that. Just closed it out and walked out. But it was. Uh, came to find out that it had been true but it was just speaking to the algorithms and things that you see on a daily basis that was the most just as soon as I opened my phone up it's ironic that that was the thing that I seen with no other post it's like they know what the people are going to pay attention to so like regardless if it had started with that person's post any other day it was starting today because everybody else is looking at it so we figure you want to see it too but that was my experience in learning how, how he passed away. What was yours? Uh, it was you. You know, y'all, y'all know that I'm not a uh, avid news uh, watcher. However, I know that this would have made my timeline regardless. Um, but yeah, Spike, you sent it to me, and then I went into the link and looked at uh, I don't know said party that was involved that kind of was trying to give a breakdown of what happened up until the point of uh, the murder of takeoff from the Migos and I just I just was devastated man I just cause it it just keeps it just ah. go ahead Spike man. cause man you said you were devastated yeah I was devastated you were man. big were you a big fan or it was just the, no, I wasn't. I'm not. I'm not life overall. I'm not. I'm. I'm not a huge fan, but I. They have earned my respect. Where I said, "Yo, they are one of the best in the uh, oh, uh, yeah. groups." 
Like they earned it. Cause Ooh, I remember at first I was like, nah. then I was like, nah, you know what these dudes is? They are. They, like, they points, but style they, from yeah. that point of it, they was they they do. So let's move the conversation from that then, because I wasn't a big fan either. But yeah. there is a lot of commentary today's time is a lot of reaction. Everybody has a reaction videos and send out tweet text responses. Everybody feels like that they have to say something or put out a statement. We're in that era now. Does that bother you? Does having to avoid being on social media in times like this, if that's what you do because you don't want to see a video, does avoiding social media because people are responding to seeing a video and they mad because someone posted a video continuing the algorithms be they you just feed more and more into the algorithm as you respond to it how does that sit with you in today's times when you have a celebrity passing it's hard because essentially we're doing that in our own format mm-hmm. i put our own feet to the fire here um so it's like oh because <laughs> because we're podcasters and uh, we don't have the same reach at this very moment We have the right to Or any other podcast don't have the same reach Or any YouTuber ha- don't have the same reach They have the right But then when the celebrity kind of speaks into it We do go hard on them So I don't know I- I've had so many different thoughts I had to first call myself out You know what I'm saying Like, Because that's just something I know we don't always do here But essentially we are doing the same thing But maybe the Uh the intention is different, or maybe it's the same. I have no idea. Of I kind of I disagree with that because we're doing the same thing in the sense of there's a two sided coin. And Adam Twenty Two and Joe Budden were having this conversation, and I sort of felt what Adam was saying in a sense, and I felt what Joe was saying in a sense. If you and I are having this platform, and we feel like that these conversations are conducive to being better and we feel like that we're helping people with this conversation there are people that tune in that are expecting us to address it because that's the type of platform that you have and that's what helps them cope with it so as long as there's not a malice intent and you're saying oh well i'm just talking about this because everyone else is versus i'm talking about this to service my audience to give them my perspective and views things that they can pick up or I would do or how I cope with it mm-hmm. think that there's a difference there and when you're talking about the people that you see on social media and what I meant when I said this is it's easy to to point a finger at music like I've seen some people do to point a finger at the lifestyle like I've seen some people do and say oh we need to change and we need to do that and do this that's an easy thing to do in a time of tragedy to come out and say that's what I meant when I said feeding the algorithm however where I see it being different when you and I are doing this is a much more purposeful intent Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying I'm right or wrong of it that's just how I feel about it because I do it may just be one person I ain't saying that it's a million people listening to this podcast waiting on and bearing on our every word and be like damn that really helped me get through yeah. It may not be a million, but it might be one as well. It might be that one person that was waiting all week to be like, man, I can't wait to hear what they got to say about this. Listen to it and be like, oh, damn, well, that helped me. Mm-hmm. I'm in a better spot behind this because of this. Yeah. Versus me on Twitter and this nigga 
I ain't mad at Gilly versus me on Twitter being Gilly saying, y'all shouldn't post this, man. Like, bro, this is the time we live in. What do you expect? What do you think a kid's going to do? They've been trained. People been trained to do that. That's the training now. Something happened. Oh, whipping your phone out. Niggas breaking their necks and they risk to get their phone out. It's it's all maybe they think like, they uh, think that's their contribution. I don't I don't know. I don't know knows? psychology. Like they might think who that knows? I, I'm I'm like I'm reporting. Like I don't who knows? Yeah, and I, right. I know and I sent it to and yeah, I, I think that too. And I think that some of these celebrities do operate where they feel like just like the the listeners, uh the bookworms that support us at another week in the books. Shout out to Bookworms, man. Shout out to the Bookworms, the big worms. We need some money. Money divers, I know you listening, brother. (laughs) We need some merch with the Bookworm on there. He makes shirts and nice, dope-ass clothing. Dope-ass clothing. Say less. Money divers in the Wealth Society over there, man. I just let him know. Oh, yeah. See some stuff. Oh, yeah. He moved quick, too. We ought to see some stuff. Oh yeah, man! You should have, man, Spike boy. You... I just thought about this. See, that's the that's the problem because you have so much information floating in your head. I feel like so you probably don't know when to just be like, oh yeah, this, yeah, right, oh, because you have so much. It's like you got to go through that's a library of information to figure out when to. <laughs> but anyway, true, man, that's, that's one of my that's one of my areas. What is it called? Uh, room for improvement. Definitely room for improvement in that area. So we're trying to like put, uh, put everything together. Yeah, put, oh, put it together, together. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I think yeah, that. So, but some, but some me, of them have the expectation too. I feel like with the celebrities, some some celebrities carry themselves in a way where some fans have an expectation, like the the, the bookworms that listen to us that have that may have an expectation. Not everybody, but those who are expecting it. And I do look at this the same way. You know. We talked about how we started it, but I do look at it like I look at it like, you know, this is our these are our people now. These, these 50 right. listeners, these 70 listeners, these 100 listeners, you know, I look at these are our people. Like I look at this like ministry. This is outreach to me. Like I'm 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 doing my due diligence to be able to say something that may be affecting somebody at the crib because I came across a pod, a few podcasts. That when I was coming up listening to in the early 2010s, that changed my level of honesty with myself. Mm. And I I know the power of podcasting. So I look at us as doing the same thing. And when we do this, I think that our purpose for talking about uh, such a, a saddening situation is that we're here to not just have great, compelling conversation, but we're actually here to move our people forward that's what the the objective is we're trying to move us forward not get just get over things but move us not even let me not say move forward move us higher that's what i should be saying moving us higher we can move forward because that's what black people do we always move forward in adversity but move us higher in our consciousness and higher in our love for one another and in our understanding and education for things out here so right so yeah. the thing is, like you're saying, and that's a good point, a way to add another week to the books to this conversation. When we're saying earlier that you don't see those things out there, that's some of the best feedback that I get. All oh, you won't hear, you and Mo, y'all not talking necessarily about music. It ain't necessarily about pop culture. Y'all are just niggas on there kicking the shit, working mm-hmm. through things with each other. I don't know it all. You don't know it all. However, we're both being open enough to have these type of conversations with mm-hmm. the, with each other and like you you said you're right it motivates people who knows like Pac yeah. said what I'll motivate or what seed will be planted mm-hmm. for people listening to this the mind. so 
absolutely that's what we're here for and here to do like you said since we don't get to see those things all the time in mainstream society why not create a platform where it happens where we can be normal just have normal conversations about shit you just don't usually hear about and you know what i was thinking just don't usually have conversations to talk with about and as a side note we can stay here but on the side note i I was listening to another part well i just say shout out to the mallory bros the twins uh Mm -hmm. I listened to the pod and they brought up a great, excellent point. They said, think about it. He's like, me and you, bro, we creating original content. We're actually having uh, conversations about things that we're into. Sometimes they, they, they have a silliness about them that I, I'm not going to say it's for everybody to listen. It's for me because it's like how I grew up. However, they said, but these other podcasts, they're all just getting on like, who's who are we interviewing today? Who are we joining today? So you're not really applying a, a real skill set with the exception of asking questions versus what we're doing. We're actually cre- having creating a conversation, creating a demand, creating a movement that's not required a, around this special guest is going to bring this many numbers. So I, I commend us in any podcast to do that. Not knocking those because I listen to my drink champs and I've listened to the Joe Buttons. I've listened to and I, I'm still going to go check those out. But I think that we have to. Joe Button don't have guests either. Though. Nah, to throw my that, no, no, I know. But but he's one of the originators of like you like not doing that. Yeah. Uh, but I'm saying that, to that say, on deck. But go ahead. <laughs> exactly. He stole that, that part. <laughs> but I said that to say that understand the difference out there like you know what i mean between what we're doing and, and what others are doing like if we imagine we had a kevin hart on here the conversations that could be had imagine you know what i'm saying we're having these conversations but imagine the celebrity pool of us having those conversations with these said black men so i just i just wanted to kind of point that out. i thought it was an interesting point they made and it made me think about what we do and i'm like yeah straight straight from the ground up so but back to uh, the reactions that you said you were speaking about. I I, I wanted to speak on the Boosie reaction. I, I sent that to you. Uh, Lay it on me. Let me hear it. Boosie, yeah, he looked bothered. I damn thought he was going to shed a tear for real. Well, you know, uh, the interesting thing about the Boosie stuff is I, I don't know if I sent you that, but two weeks ago, he was loosely involved in another murder that happened in Houston under some of the similar circumstances. Did you hmm. see that? No. There was a jeweler from Chicago who uh, he was documenting his he was down in Houston for a Boosie concert. Pulled up on Boosie and you know got to meet him backstage and some kind of way or another that dice game that Quavo and the rest of the Migos went two weeks later like it was a similar sort of situation he Boosie and some old niggas was at mm-hmm. and this dude the jeweler dude was hitting the dice game they said he won maybe 60 70 thousand dollars 60 or 70 grand and he got killed on the way back to his car after the dice game why why, why are people still playing dice games bro can you answer that for me well, yeah I never was a like, dice yeah. I was never a dice guy so maybe you can that I understand 100%. Dice is like, it's a rush. So, like, it, it's just like. Like spades? It's just like spades. It's just like dominoes. It's just like golf. It's just like bowling. Like, there's a skill to it. Like, niggas, some niggas take that serious. Some niggas have made millions of it. Well, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna go that far. No, no, no. Say no, no. It's like those. <laughs> like, what? 
Like people ain't meeting you in the parking lot and shooting you over bowling. People take bowling serious though. It's about serious as bowlers, bro. No, I believe I believe the seriousness. I don't believe the severity. It, it is the same comparison. I, I would argue that bowling is way more serious than dice. <laughs> I mean, people losing it. We their just life? have different circumstances. Oh, this okay. did. Cultural circumstances. Oh, Niggas okay. just ain't shooting Cultural. over bowling. Yeah. yeah. Just so happened we got guns and shit. So, like, we ain't at bowling. Yeah. But with that being said, yeah, like, die serious, bro. Like, I, I, I never was a part of that conversation or liked the conversation where people were saying, well, I don't know why they were shooting dice anyway. Like, yeah, I wasn't. Yeah. Like, come I, on. Yeah, that's a normal thing. Like niggas okay. get like niggas that get money. Like that's a rush for them. That's like hooping. It's like a little like like I get to bet. I'm, I'm big bet my point. I'm hitting my point. Like it's a rush that you get from that, like especially Bronx when you win it. Yeah, like, like oh, you yeah, seen Bronx yeah, 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 Bronx like, yeah, like and that ain't even just a black thing. Like a dice yeah. is a yeah. it's a gambler's thing. Like yeah, it's, it's a, a rush thing. that you get from doing it. Like even in the, have, you, have you ever been to the casino? Yep. Yep. Have you have you been with somebody was hitting on the dice? Nah. Like they was going like it's it's a it's a thing like if there's somebody in there and they hot they hitting this a whole oh people be going crazy be betting with them shooting dice is a rush so that ain't nothing well i saw people saying that online they were like i don't even know why they were shooting like niggas is gonna shoot dice like yeah. niggas with money yeah, that's gonna that. happen and i didn't want to go down that rabbit hole of the point of finger the quavo the, I'm, I'm like nah it's it's enough of these conversations we like you've said with Kyrie and, and Kanye, it's like, yo, all right, like, stop trying to point the finger like it doesn't, like, the damage to find is, a flaw. Yeah, the Just damage like is the, done. Mainstream like, society does. Like, you're trying to find a flaw. They shouldn't have been doing this. They yeah. shouldn't have been doing that. Oh, I would have did this. My daddy oh, does this got all the so time. much money. My daddy does do this that? all the time. I mean, that's normal. Like, we, we've been taught yeah. that. Yeah, we Everybody we else do, does it to us, so why wouldn't we do it? Yeah, you know and that's why, so and that. And that's why I don't want to do that this time. I was like, nope, not this time. Ooh. Not this time. Like Ooh. this time. And then it's like. You were about to say about you, Boosie, though. What did Boosie say? Okay. Uh, Boosie. Oh, man, I didn't cut you now off. You, I want, you, I want Boosie you to was, get that. He was riding around. He was just doing this regular post thing. I think it was IG. It was just one of the YouTube videos with a little you know, background attached to it. Boosie said, man, they're killing us out here. And he said, man, we used to be heroes. We used to be heroes, and uh, talking about rappers, right? He said, "Yeah, we used to." He said, "He's and then he hold on, let me let me find a statement because I had texted you this." He said, "I'm saying what he said. They are now." He said, um, "Because he said he he ended up ending it saying like, I'm, I, man, I ain't I don't even call me no rapper. I'm not a rapper. Like he said, I'm an entrepreneur now. Like." Um, and that because he, he can't rap no more. That's my guy too. Because <laughs> he can't rap no I'm, more. That's why it's old. It's a rap. When they boost kind of good songs. <laughs> but no, I, I kind of get the gist. Is why you're looking that up. He's saying that they now are targets more so than they are celebrated. People don't celebrate rappers. Target. Now everybody, yeah, everybody want to be it. Now everybody can get on their Instagram and look like a rapper and make it look how the chains and shit yeah. that they buy from these sites. So. Um, it was just essentially and we spoke about this before on the on deck tv show like rappers did used to be like superheroes yeah. because you didn't have that 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 
that figure. insight that you have now. Well, no, you just like we, yeah, that too. Like you oh, didn't have a father oh, figure, oh, yeah, but yeah, you just, right. okay. it was so mysterious. Like yeah. it was magazines that we used to read about these yeah. niggas on. Now you can just go online and see what a nigga did yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like it was a picture of five hours of these niggas before this shooting happened. Like you could just, you just know. Yeah. And you get to see all the stuff play out and there's news outlets everywhere. Everything about them is reporting on. It's just, it's different now. So yeah. to Boosie's point, I wouldn't necessarily say that I call a rapper a target uh because i just I, I don't see it that way uh i i think the individual circumstances in these rappers death play more of a toll in their deaths than them being in the profession of being a rapper like it wasn't because young dolph was a rapper that he died it was because he was young dolph he had mm-hmm. some other young Dolph shit going on. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because it was Nipsey and I rap. It was some Nipsey hustle shit that he had going on. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make it right or wrong. It's just, it's skewed. Okay. And I always cringe and I disagree with it. I'm not saying that you have to. I mm-hmm. want to hear what you have to say. But when people rappers try to put that on their job like oh this is the most dangerous job in america it's not it's not at all when you are able to conduct yourself professionally as a rapper and surround yourself with other professionals when you've made it to that level it's not dangerous like j cole being a rapper is dangerous he writes i have public i have professional security like all of my stuff is professional like I don't got my homeboys ain't finna pull out a gun when it's an altercation mm-hmm. I'm not finna be like Drake is not finna be chilling and, and these ain't slights these are just circumstances but Drake ain't gonna be chilling at a clothing store that he opened up in his highly dangerous neighborhood Yeah, you know what I'm saying Like that, yeah. that it's not because they're rappers it's circumstances with the people so i do disagree when people come out and say oh rap is such a dangerous job there's a way that you can handle yourself as a rapper where it isn't dangerous at all it may be boring it may not be as it may not give you as much publicity there you go there go the word i was looking for you write that tapped in with me may not be as glamorous as you want it to be but it's a lot of rappers out there that aren't in any danger at all yeah they conduct themselves professionally. They go from spot to spot with the right people, right security, and they just know how to be rappers. Mm-hmm. It's not a dangerous job. Yeah. You know, I realized too, I was thinking about it. Like, and I know and y'all gonna hear this a lot, so just get used to the people, like with the music thing. But like, it's like, I, you realize, like, I just realized, I'm like, bro, it's, it's starting to like not be fun. Like, the music itself just don't even sound fun anymore i don't even it just don't even like there's no fun like i remember being a kid on the radio and you get a gangster rapper like 50 cent talking about many men but you get that 21 questions and you'll get that i love you like a fat kid love k haha like that's fun like where's the fun, fun? or even exciting it, it ain't not not even like well, know, i'm fun what i'm saying like like not you used so to tell. serious like where is the and I, I i don't even blame the rappers as much i really blame the the <clears throat> the pro the radio programming and whoever's above them to saying nah play that put this together 
like that. Those are the people I, I get the most mad at all the time. Because I'm like, you know what you're doing. You know well, what you're doing. They play what people want to hear, right? They do test but, but, on the numbers and but, act like it, that's the stuff that people want to hear. Yeah, but who, are people going to stop listening? Like, if you don't play that, people going to stop might. listening. The radio been around. you. If we got all these ways of streaming. People still listen to the radio. You're good, bro. You're good. How about you try to create some balance within that? Like, I told so, y'all about the story about the little gremlin song. Like I, when I took my daughter to the father daughter dance and like all the kids were singing the song. And I'm looking around like they really know this song and this is what they have. And they dancing, they, they shooting, they doing the shoot dance and black boy JB. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Like that's the most popular version of music. Now when I was coming up, it was MC hammer. It was new kids on the block. It was back. Uh, yeah, those you sure you just now about to be forty, bro? Yeah. You back? You MC sure? Hammer was big when I was in like grade school. I was like real like. We were talking like elementary. Yeah, because we used to have like they just had these little things at the end of each six weeks. Where if you made like you had gold stars and shit or whatever, you made some mm-hmm. honor roll, you would go to them, yeah. and they would play like the blackest shit that they would play was MC Hammer. They would play like can't touch this. That's the only reason that it sticks yeah. out to me in my head. Yeah. And Vanilla Ice won you. That was oh, okay. all. That was like edgy though. That was edgy, <laughs> like Vanilla Ice. It's crazy to sit back and think about this shit now. I know, bro. I don't even know what made me say. What, what were you saying? I was just saying say? that, like, I, I just miss. I just kind of miss a little bit of balance with like some fun. Like yeah, I just, even, I even just that, miss a little like, bit of fun that, tracks that are playing that within the gangster. Because every day is the club, and I, I've been waiting since at least 2014. I, I, I promise, bro. I've been like, all right, they're going through this phase. It's, it's kind of, you know, the club every, all day through all week. But at least, you know, eventually this this wave will die off. And it has not died off. Not I thought it, I for sure it was like, wanna just and I don't mean like artists stop making that music, but I'm talking about radio programming. That's what I'm saying. Artists going to eat off of their off they discography they're gonna eat off of they they base you know what i'm saying but i'm talking about the radio programming like there you have a responsibility but again it's the money thing oh well we they don't make us no money but y'all not understanding the effects of what the radio meant growing up and now this is what it is like anyway i don't want to sound like a broken record but you get what I'm, you get what i'm saying i get where you're coming from it's, yeah it's, man. it's hard for us to find a plan of attack because it seems like such a big insurmountable task right Mm -hmm. so I know we haven't spoke as much about well do you have more that you want to speak about because I would like to speak of what some actionable items would be before we get to the homework and get out of here I guess well we can get to the action items but I guess just finishing on that note I just want to say you know like you said thoughts and prayers to the family of takeoff to Quavo offset. I, I really hope that they really come together as family. Uh, I know that they've been going through a difficult time, but I, I, I believe that this is, if this is the time where they'll come together, but, um, I want y'all to know if y'all ever come across this podcast, like, look, I have allies here, you know, we black men and like, we may not agree with the same things or we may have not had the same upbringing, but like, I don't want to do anything to hurt y'all. I just want to help y'all black men. Like, this hit me personally. I wasn't. I'm not related. I don't know him. I don't have any relationship. But I was it just because this, this is a major group in your generation. Like I won't major. say I don't want to sit major. here and be fake and act like this. Yeah, it's major. 
like this this for me not in this this seems insensitive making these comparisons but i want to be able to give a accurate example like nwa I, like- no i understood the, the the pop smoke reaction i understood the juice world the xxx intention this one mm-hmm. like, these are big guys but I, I never really listened to any of those guys' music that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why it is a sadness, a tragedy, it didn't really like Nipsey. Like I was like, hurt. Uh, Nipsey. Yeah. I thought. I thought because I was invested. Like I was invested in the interviews. Mm-hmm. I could pull tell you what I pulled up today that he passed. And mm-hmm. I listened to Blue Laces too for like six hours straight or whatever. Maybe I can tell you those things. I just don't have those places. Yeah. Of admiration for those artists, not taking anything away from anything. Just mm-hmm. for me, it did on a personal connection. Oh yeah, like like yeah. that one was crushing for me because I was so invested. Would you uh, know? Just like with Pac, I was invested that oh, way. Oh yeah, that's yeah. I Would just you hadn't know? gotten old enough to be that old invested enough. for what he, like it didn't hit me. Yeah. Like when he died, I remember what we were doing, and we remember hearing about it. It was like, man, Pac did, and it, it hit us. But we were like in the eighth grade. He was yeah. like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. thought about it for two, three days. But I'm in grade, and you know, about our life and our business. We did, it didn't really like hit, hit how yeah. Nipsey did because I was an adult. You know how final death is. That mm-hmm. one, so yeah, but uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, and but you know, I think for me, it's as much as I understand where you're coming from because there's that personal touch and connection as far as like you have involvement with the product they've put out. I'm getting to that point in that age where it's starting to be like, man, it even, it's not even, I don't even have to know you for real. It's just sad news to know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see that? It, You're it, taken it, away it, from I'm, life. I moved like I was a, a big fan, basically. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm, I moved sense. like I was like, yo, I was a Migos fan. I was here day one. No, I moved. That's how I moved. I wasn't a big fan, but I'm so moved by black life right now and going forward. Do you Man, think you're just more hypersensitive to this type of stuff right yeah, now? I'm, yeah, I'm very hypersensitive. Is there a particular right reason you think? Um, I mean, it's, pr- I it's mean, probably it's going to it's personal. You don't have no, to no, no. It. It's not. It ain't super personal. I think it'll go into our next one of our future episodes of the triggers. But I think that it's just when you've been depressed before and you've contemplated things about life and death. And when you finally get to a place where you feel like life is worth living and just to see it, somebody else get robbed of that, you know, I don't know. I, I can't put it into words at this moment, but just knowing somebody's stuff got cut short and it may have not been necessary. It's it's just rough. It's, it's just rough, man. So um, thoughts and prayers yeah. to them. And uh, yeah, what uh, what was what did you want to give some solutions before we get to the homework? What would you say? Man, I heard some of the dopest stuff this week um, when I was listening to that 19 Keys, and it made so much sense. And I know I keep referencing it. If y'all see that video, it's by Ancient Civilizations. And it, that, this is really, whether you believe or don't believe anything they're saying, it is a mind stretch. And I, I, I like my mind being stretched. One of the things that he said that I think can't be challenging with help in this situation, man, is, um, is it him that said that? Actually, now I'm thinking when I said it. But however, I heard this week in my studies, this guy was like, you know, I used to be real hard on myself uh, as far as just, you know, you got that little voice in your head that you hear. You may talk about it with just depression. He was like, man, 
I start challenging myself every day to write 10 good things about myself out. Mm-hmm. Just write 10 affirmations. I'm this, I'm that, I'm this good things though. You got to come up with 10 and you write it down every day. He says it's going to be hard at first and it gets easier, it gets easier, it gets easier, it gets easier. And he said the point of the exercise is, yeah, you're coming up with those 10 things, right? And you write them down and that's big. However, now instead of that, the down talking that you're doing to yourself, that damn, I ain't shit, damn, I fucked that up. Those things now have something on the other side combating. Because you every day, like your mind, like I said, yep. it's tough. It's, it's the thought process of how powerful your mind is. Mm-hmm. So if you're telling your mind every day, you're good at this, I do this well, and you're doing them 10 affirmations, you're writing them down every day, it's going to start becoming easier to write. Mm-hmm. It becomes more natural, but also in situations that you're in, you resorting to that versus the ain't shit. Yeah. It gets you into the emotional state that we was talking about. Yeah, You're able to think more logically and be more present when you think better about yourself. Mm-hmm. A lot of that shit that come up when we got problems with other people, it's starting with us. We not happy with yeah. whoever the fuck we is because we just don't have the. We ain't sitting there and told ourselves how much we mean to ourselves each day. So I started that shit. Yeah, waiting on somebody else to yep. tell you who the fuck gonna tell yep. you that exactly, right? Like where you go? <laughs> where, where where you see that shit at? Yep. So when, yep. when y'all find them, y'all let me know because I want to talk to them too. But however, until then. One of the, I feel like we said is like looking at a mountain and wondering how to climb and where to start. I felt like that 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 moved the mountain a little bit for me hearing that, and I started applying that to my daily routine this wow. week. Wow. Ten every day, just right, man. I, I'm good at this. I like this. I'm good at this. I'm good at this. I'm good at this. But I can't be too arrogant or whatever it may be. But just at the start of your day. Write your 10 affirmations, positive thoughts that you have about yourself down every day. Watch they start replacing the bullshit that you think about yourself throughout the day. And that's how you're able to, like what you were saying, now I got more confidence when I see this nigga acting the ass in Burlington or Ross and I feel way more confident in approaching him because mm-hmm. I know who the fuck I am and the presence that I have because I done mm-hmm. provided myself with that fuel at the beginning of the day and over the last 30 days or however many days I've been having these affirmations mm-hmm. and whether we know it or not when we're talking about energy and vibes and all that stuff is so big now that nigga gonna pick up on that shit the shit that you're nervous about and wondering how he's gonna receive you once you pumping yourself all of that he gonna pick up on that when you walk up on him Mm. So now he see you like this nigga got all this swag and moxie. Like, who the fuck is this nigga got going? Yeah, I want to hear what you got to say. You know what? That's a good idea, black man. You right. And then he take that shit and he take it to the next man, nigga. That's right. hopefully and ideally how we want this thing to work and help. But let's start the ten affirmations wow. each day for yourself. And I'll I'll add to that. Uh, I recently uh, had stopped and just kind of looked at just one thing, like my podcast journey. And I just kind of really stopped because, like you said, and I'm not going to be long here, but like you said, you kind of, you always take taking in that BS and, and downing yourself. And so you even look at yourself at this moment, like, man, what have I really got accomplished over doing this podcast and creating this and doing that? But what I realized is like, oh, well, wait a minute. You remember how I started? And I had to, I never, you know, sometimes we're so used to moving. We don't, we don't stop and look back at, wait, how did it start? And how far did you come from? And I think that is conducive to what you're saying. I think that's my advice I would give to everybody. Like, look at look at where you're at, a celebrity or not. 
Look at where you're at, but take time. Look at where you came from. Like, ah, man, it was harder at one point. I, I didn't really have the right gear. I didn't really have the right money. I didn't really have the right relationship. Look back and understand that I heard the phrase slow motion is better than no motion. And that I do live by. I'm like, okay, I'm making progress. So, uh, man, I agree with you, Spike. I think that's a great step, man. Yep. Told us all right. I have a basis now. I'm going to check with you and see if you've been writing. You was like, going to ask you what they are. I'm going to see if you've been writing. All right. I appreciate the accountability, bro. Absolutely. Uh, as I expect you to hold me accountable. Speaking of accountability, we go to the most coarse part of the show, the homework. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Yeah, hair like black people hair. Did you yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I got it. That, that was good. <laughs> I'm yeah. trying to. I'm trying. Oh, um, hey, all right. Going for that number one podcast spot, 2023. I, I was. Cool. This is my homework. Actually, where I got that from. Um, one or the other. I got two that you can pick from. Actually, this week. Well, what, uh, what, but do we we reviewing the new last homework last yes. week? Right, right. Yes. And it was watch the Godfather one or two. Yeah. And or. Diary of Gigolo, which was on Netflix. Why did I think it was something else? You probably thought it was no the Ameri- American Gigolo. Man, I've been watching that dude. Oh, well, I, watch, I watched that four is, episodes of that. That is whole, that's even more hilarious, y'all. Like that, that ain't no fifteen minute. That ain't no. I ain't feeling that. Four I just, episodes. I, that's and I was gonna get here and tell you, man. I well, really, go for it. You might put me really put me like I was gonna give you some credit. Like Maurice, you really, really stuck with me. Oh my god, that, this is the worst because I stuck four episodes into this American Gigolo shit. And I like the dude to play the actor. Oh yeah, I like it. Like, John Bernthal. Yeah, he's good, man. But this is this is just a too emotional of a show for me, man. I, I can see that, man. That's it's hilarious. Real heavy, like lovey dovey. Like I'm like, bro. Like, I know. But yeah, that is funny because I definitely thought this is out because I I was on the fourth episode and I was thinking I was like, why am I watching this? And then I looked at it. I I looked at the homework. I glanced and thought this is okay. Oh, that's why I'm four episodes into this yeah. because I'm doing this for the homework. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I try to make sure I leave the note there because I'm like I try to leave the one before that is hilarious. The one time Spike was about to be feeling it, it dedicated it the to wrong it, right? show. But I mean, that's I'm, what I'm makes the segment so golden. It is. It is. That's why it's I like this, this is exactly this is this is it. This is the segment. Spike stands but, uh, stands on his ground when it comes to this segment, man. When I'm right, I'm right, man. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what like, did you have to say about the Godfather though? Cause I, I mean, I'm proficient in. Oh, you, I, I just thought that. To ask talk well, about that. well, the, the the podcast that I'll speak about at the end of this, but like that we have coming, I, I told you kind of laid it as a backdrop to refer to uh, with the Sopranos, and I thought it would just be a good freshener of like. Oh, I remember first seeing this and like seeing literally every trope from all mafia movies, including oh, the Sopranos okay. show. Like I see, I remember that vividly being like, oh, okay. I see where they got that from now. Yeah. I, okay. I do remember that. All right. But yeah, they did well, a great job with it. Yeah, they, they the did. Precedent. Yeah. Um, but as far as me, you told me skip over Atlanta season three, go straight to season four. Yes. What'd you think? Man. That was fire, bro. I knew it. Oh I my knew god. We were gonna be back. Bro. Oh, Wait, well, how far did you get? Because I'm doing a review on it this Sunday. I'm like one like. episode from the current, bro. 
Oh, oh so you seen the sneaker episode where the niggas? Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my god, that was that was some of the funniest shit that I've seen, bro. Bro, that was original Atlanta bag, bro. The whole season's original Atlanta bag. Yeah, they like, they bro. They, I I'm my, I'm not mad at it now. Dog, right? my two favorite episodes was the second episode. Uh, what was it? Um, damn, I ain't got to pull Tyler Perry. Oh, the the the, the revenge one. <laughs> oh, the revenge one on on a white lady. Oh man, oh that was gold. The the happy the happy happiest yeah, little yeah, horse or yeah. something. Oh, yeah. that was that was gold. What did you think about the Tyler Perry, Mister Chocolate? Yeah. Oh my god. And the D'Angelo. The D'Angelo one is the revenge one, right? Where where the nigga met D'Angelo at the end, or the fake D'Angelo, whoever was supposed to be. Yeah, they were really. Yeah, yeah, they buddy. had some they had some misses for me, but I still like the uh, consistency. They back and they so, back. Yeah, they, they now I feel like I feel like we right here. This feel like season three. Yeah. I'm it's like, just two episodes left. There's a theory going on out there that Paperboy may die. What do you think? Was it based on the the Snap Killer, the the, the Crankbait yeah. Killer? They said that I, I haven't. It's a Reddit post. I'll send it to you. But there's a Reddit uh, post out there that says, "Is the season three tied into this theory? Is there anything? Because there was." Like the episode I stopped on, like they was they was outside and they was tenting uh Ern and his girl and his and his child. He took Lottie on the uh yeah. And, trip, yeah. But man, forget all that. That 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 Tyler Perry, Mr. Chocolate, and and Donald Glover was acting as Tyler Perry too. That was fun. Bro, through the intercom and he had it was like that hello, like dude. That <laughs> I was, imagine you know why that's so funny? Cause I imagine Tyler Perry running his shit just like that. You know, it, it was just so many good references. I went on YouTube and they was breaking down like even the episode called Work Ethic. He had an Instagram, uh, Twitter post three years ago. We had all his scripts. And he says, yeah, I, yeah, I asked, I, do I have any help? I do it myself. Work Ethic. And like, and so that's the name of the episode. And like, bro, oh, the grits. Yeah, that episode. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Man, nah, man you killed that. You bodied it, it, brother. I'm glad you enjoyed that. I thought you would. Yeah, you brought me back on that one, dog. Man, that was, I felt good watching that. Uh, my homework you got this, this week. This week for you. Uh, I don't. I don't have. A, I don't feel like I got a lot of luck behind this, but I'm gonna shoot my shot anyway. Oh God. Yep. I'm gonna try it anyway. Podcast. It ain't a podcast. It's a show, but you. I. I, I can right, imagine you're good. not into reality shows. I. I can see that. Oh, I man. know. I know. I. Can, I, I know. Spike. Oh, <laughs> I know. You're not gonna try to ask me to watch a reality. Show. I am gonna ask you. Uh, the show is called it's on Netflix some of y'all probably seen it on y'all recent page it's called The Mole and basically the, the show is dope the reason it's dope to me is the challenges they do because it's like like almost reenacting this is a game show it's kind of like that but it's like they gotta it's like you know they gotta get physical but it's not built around all of the drama and relationship stuff like they do away from all that extra and they just, and the, the whole premise of the show is it starts off with like I think 10 people or 12 people and somebody's a mole mm-hmm. Somebody is sabotaging the game And you walk I, I got to the point bro I was watching the show And I was just like bro I'm tired of trying to guess Because people kept doing stuff to the end No I ain't skip I was like I, I gotta I, I gotta live it out But it was like 10 episodes But I'm like man Who's the mole And so finally we got to the mole I ain't gonna I don't wanna give any kind of reaction to that But if you manage to get there Cool If you don't I ain't tripping about it. I at least like to see what you thought about the. I'm gonna do this five minutes of. <laughs> I'm gonna show my TV expertise here, and I'll be able to get. I ain't gonna read. That, that's that. why I said that, that's my word. Is, 
That's I'm gonna I be able to, to guess the mold within the first two or three episodes. That's what I wanted. That's what I wanted to do. I said this would be a great uh, spike analysis in regards to figuring out the mold because you you you're a good judge I'll of character. That. So I was I'll like, if that. he could figure this out. So that's the reason I, I do said that. that. No cheating. I won't cheat either. I promise. Okay. No, nah, I believe that. Yeah. Outside. Yeah, I ain't gonna cheat. So that's so I look point. at the mold. Yeah. Uh, for me, I don't know how I came. But, well, there are two. One or the other. You can say. As a guy that I've been listening to, uh, I think I got that affirmations, the 10 affirmations thing from his name is Eric Thomas. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a motivational speaker. I'm not sure how you feel about the motivation. Be, uh, the nigga with the hat. Have you seen this black dude? You don't I like him? This morning and I told myself, man, get out of here, dude. You don't like him? I don't care. Oh, and that dude's, they, they sat. He be he be I'm in gonna, his bag, but it's just. I was gonna say you got you might got Eric fucked up, but that's why I got the I think I got the ten affirmations from it was him or either that guy on nineteen keys, either one or the other. Okay. We'll throw that out the window, and I'll get a specific clip for Eric Thomas for you since you don't like him overall. Okay, so I'm gonna put Eric Thomas like, here. Put him to the back. No, we'll put something in the back. All right. Um, eight 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 H Z is the frequency. What the number eight 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 H Z is a frequency. Okay. You can type it in YouTube. You can type it in Apple Music, and it'll give you the sounds and the frequency from it. I've been listening to that all week versus hip hop versus lyrical. Oh, music. you're talking about something totally, totally different. Yeah. Well, so give it a shot, man. Give just give it a shot. Just yeah. sit, just sit and listen to it for me. I I've been listening to it as I've worked throughout the day, and I definitely felt the difference. And I would, again, this is pulling from a 19 Keys interview. When they're talking about the frequencies that you're on, mm-hmm. you spoke to this in this episode without knowing that I was going to bring this up. But there is a frequency that most hip hop music is made on. Mm-hmm. I don't know, can't off the top of my head tell you what it is. Mm-hmm. This frequency that I'm suggesting to you, this frequency promotes uh, money, it promotes. Uh, calmness it promotes just a better mindset mm. so either y'all want to join it in our own work and just let it play just let it play in the background while you're doing whatever you do at work or whatever it may be and just wow. see does it have an effect on you because it definitely had an effect on my mood and like some circumstances we like it, it's crazy how it works with as far as how it worked for me, I don't know if it's placebo effect or what, but mm. just even calls that you was waiting on to happen or things that I was waiting on to happen, like they came through. Just different stuff, man. It's just mm. crazy. 888, three number 888, eight, eight, the letter H and Z. Type it in YouTube. You can put it in your Apple Music and it'll come up just the frequency and it'll play. That's it kind of sounds like that meditation and that yoga music. I like it's that. dope to listen to while you meditate too. I, li- I meditate in the morning. I sit there for 10 minutes, eyes closed. You let that play. It kind of puts your thoughts in a place Rizzo, that you want. I mean, Rizzo. Kind of just feel better. Has something like that. He has a like a, a Tazo mm-hmm. uh, thing. You, I don't mm-hmm. know. You've already had it with the T and I everything. Have. I've done it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. So yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. into that. Um, I'm check, check it out. See, and report back if it if it did honestly make you feel any different. Yeah, because it did so. for me. I don't so know. So this is gonna make next week's away. homework very interesting yes, uh, to re- the review of it. So facts. This has been another week in the books, man. It's a special episode. Unfortunate events happen, man. Maurice and myself got to talk, chop some game about it. We hope you took something from it. If you did, you want to leave us a comment. A W I T B 2022. That's the email address at gmail.com. Drop us some lines, man. Go rate, subscribe, and like the podcast. Helps us get promoted. 
helps us get to where we want to be in this space be on the lookout for the merch and things coming soon for another week in the books as well we appreciate you guys joining us i am spike lou mo yeah and uh y'all go check out uh everything that spike got going on and check out everything i got going on man it's another week in the books Thank you.